Hello and welcome to episode number 99. Yes, that's right. 99 of the Big Recon on Sports podcast. I am your host, I am the Big Recon, and today is Sunday, January the 10th, 2021, and we are now just over 24 hours. As a matter of fact, we are 27 hours and 40 minutes from the 2021 College Football Playoff National Championship game from Hard Rock Stadium in Miami, Florida, where the number one ranked Alabama Crimson Tide will take on the number three ranked, the four-time defending Big Ten champion, the Ohio State Buckeyes, in a game that nobody thought was going to come to fruition. Everyone thought we were getting Alabama Clemson number 78. No, we are getting Buckeyes Bama episode two. Let's recap. Episode one, the first ever college football playoff national uh, national championship run for Ohio State started in the Dome, the same place they just put set the world on fire against Clemson in the Sugar Bowl where they beat Alabama 42-35 in a thrilling Sugar Bowl where a Nick Saban defense gave a running a, let up over 220 yards to a running back in a single game. I don't think Saban's have ever done it before or since. A game that featured Ohio State with a third string quarterback coming out of nowhere to get to the playoff and beat Alabama. Now, we know how that went the first time. Beat Alabama, get to the title game, be a seven-point underdog in the title game, and go out and assert their dominance against the University of Oregon, beating the Ducks 42-20 to in a game that really shouldn't have been that close. Now, do I think that'll happen tomorrow night? I can pray. I can hope it happens, but I don't think so. I think this is going to be a shootout, and I think it's going to be a close game. So let's get into it. Let's just recap the, the Sugar Bowl real quick, and let's talk about the things I think Ohio State did there that they'll be able to do again on tomorrow night. First thing, I think they're going to be able to run the ball. The one thing that has happened with Alabama this year is when they have faced teams with good offenses, and this is Saban-led teams in general, when they face team with good offenses and good offensive lines, they do have some issues stopping the run, i.e. Zeke. You go back and you look at the way they played earlier in the year. Um, I want to say it was Mississippi State that put up over 400 yards against them because they were able to run the football. They went with tempo. Um, so it really could be the kind of game where if Ohio State can get Trey Sermon going, they'll be able to do a lot of damage. But I don't think that's where Ohio State's going to struggle. I think they're going to struggle on the defensive side of the ball. Here's why. You are facing the number one rated quarterback in all of college football. Then again, Bama's facing the number two rated quarterback in all of college football. In Alabama, you are facing a team that if they get Waddle back, will have two first round wide receivers on the outside and a top tier running back in the backfield to go along with Mac Jones. This is where controlling the line of scrimmage is going to come up big for Ohio State. This is not only the most physical line that Alabama will see. I think this will be one of the fastest defenses they will get a hold of through the entire season. This team is primed to win a championship, and I'm talking about both of them. Devontae Smith is coming off of winning the uh, Heisman Trophy. Congratulations to him. First wide receiver since... Is he the first wide receiver since Desmond Howard? 
Yeah, in 29 years since uh, since Desmond Howard. Um, he had a phenomenal season. But there are too many similarities to that first game in the Sugar Bowl. Heisman finalist wide receiver. Devontae Smith. Amari Cooper. Accurate, well-rated quarterback. Blake Sims, Mac Jones. Mac Jones a lot better. Good running back. TJ Yeldon, Derrick Henry, Najee Harris. Um, listen, this is going to be a tough game. That's a good offensive line um, on the interior especially. Clemson was a little weak on the interior, but they were good on the tackles. Be up trying to protect Trevor Lawrence. Alabama is stout in the middle in their line. So Tommy Togiai and Haskell Garrett are going to have to get pressure up the middle. If they can do that, that'll get Najee Harris out on the outside where your linebackers who are playing better and your ends who are very fast will be able to keep him hopefully pretty well entrenched. I'm a little nervous for Sean Wade on Devontae Smith one-on-one. Um, I'm a little nervous if Waddle plays what Seven Banks is going to do. But I think Kerry Coombs has had this really, what, 10 days to get ready for this team, to get ready to play a defense where you could have two, again, top-ranked wide receivers on the outside that you have to contain. So what's going to be the key to the Ohio State defense winning the battle? Well, you got to win up front. You have to be able to impose your will like you did against Clemson the week before, the game before. You have to get pressure in Mac Jones's face. He's not hit a lot. That's how good his line has been. If you can hit him, you can rattle him, and now we're talking. Get them off their rhythm. You got to check the receivers at the line. You got to be physical, and you got to play with your hands. This playing off and bailing out that Sean Wade did, even in a Sugar Bowl, can't happen again. You've got to play in their face because that's when the defense started to take over against Clemson. So let's go to the other side of the football. Let's go to the offensive side of the ball where Ohio State and Alabama, literally, Bama's averaging 44.8 points a game, Ohio State 43.6. This is going to be a shootout. Justin Fields says he's going to be ready to go after that epic performance in the Sugar Bowl. Six touchdowns. And just as many incompletions as touchdown. 385 yards through the air. Coming off the injury on the... Um, it wasn't a dirty hit. Because he was just trying to make a hit. But it was targeting. And it did get called. And it should have been called. Coming off that hit, we got to see how Fields is able to play. Now in the second half, he threw... The, and after the injury really, he threw the ball better than he did before it. He wasn't running anymore though. Let's see how much that's going to be impacted by this. So the biggest name that Ohio State's going to have to lean on is not Justin Fields. It's not Chris Olave. It's not Garrett Wilson. And it's not either of the two-headed monster at tight end that they showed in Ruckert and Farrell in the national semifinal. The big man's going to have to be Trey Sermon again. Ohio State's going to have to run the ball. You've got to play keep away and you've got to win the battle up front in order to beat a team like Alabama. That's how they beat them six years ago. They won the line of scrimmage, and Zeke ran nuts. There were two passing touchdowns by Ohio State in that game. One was by Cardell Jones. The other was by Evan Spencer. So a wide receiver and a quarterback each threw a touchdown pass in that game. Zeke 
had the one, he had the short run, then he had the long run, because the other touchdown they scored was Steve Miller, uh, the um, defensive end, who dropped into coverage and picked off a pass uh, that was intended for Amari Cooper. So this is going to be, I think this is going to be the best championship game since the first Alabama-Clemson one, where Bama pulled it out, um, though the first two, since Bama pulled the first one out late and then Clemson won it on the final play of the game the next year. Here's my opinion on this, and then I'm going to get into one other piece of information that delves into Ohio State. If Ohio State wins this game and they win their second college football playoff national championship uh, in the la- in the playoff era, if Ohio State wins this game and they win their ninth national championship in general. You're going to have to start talking about Ryan Day not being here much longer. As garbage as that could be, he's probably going to get wooed by the NFL, um, if nothing more than to be a coordinator somewhere, but I think he'll stay. Ryan Day will have had the first, the best first two years since, well, since his predecessor. Urban Meyer had a phenomenal first two years, winning his first 24 games. Ryan Day has lost one game, and that was in last year's college football playoff semifinal against Clemson, which we all know they got screwed out of. You would also beat Alabama for the second time in seven years. Or in six years, excuse me. No this is the seventh playoff. Yeah, so for the second time in the seventh playoffs, you would have beaten Alabama twice. And the only two times you saw him. This would mean a national championship for a team that was told they weren't supposed to be there. Hmm, funny. That's what it was six years ago. This would mean a national title for a team that only played six games because of the pandemic. That had a rough time against the only two ranked teams they really played that were any good. And then went out and smoked the best team they played by three touchdowns. So how do I see this playing out? Well, I think they're going to do exactly what they did in the first playoff, and that is score the same amount of points in the semifinal as they do in the final. Because if you remember, Ohio State scored 42 points in both games. I think they score 49 points again. This is going to be a shootout. But if I'm putting a number on it, Ohio State 49, Alabama 42. And for the second time in the last seven years, and in only his second year as head coach, Ohio State will win a national championship and hoist the gold football trophy high above their heads at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami. Of course, last time it was in Dallas. And my birthday's the 21st, and I'll get new gear. So, as I said, if anybody listens to every episode, I just said at the end of the Browns episode, this is what's going on. So this is episode 99. Thursday night, January the 21st. I'm taking this week off. Thursday night, January the 21st, 8.30 p.m. on Facebook Live, YouTube, and on Periscope on Twitter will be the Big Recon 100th episode where I get into the hottest debate in sports media today, and that is who is the GOAT, MJ or LeBron? Or do I think it's someone else? This episode's going to be stat-heavy. I have already told, and I'm a, when I put it on Twitter again, I will tell everybody 
This is going to be, I want it to be as interactive as possible. So 8.30, it's going to go on probably, it'll be longer than an hour, I would think, with all the stuff I have to get to and I hopefully all the interaction I'll have. And then once that's done, I'll get back into a regular uh, programming setup. So as always, Big Recon can be found Facebook, Big Recon on Sports. YouTube, Big Recon on Sports. On Twitter, at Big Recon on Sport. I didn't say it before the last one, but I'll say it this one. As a proud member of the Timeskew Podcast Network at timeskew.com. Breaker, Anchor, Spotify, Google, Pocket Casts, and Radio Publics, where you can get all the audio. Obviously, the video's here on YouTube. Have a great night. Go Browns tonight. Go Bucks tomorrow. Let's bring home two wins for the great state of Ohio. Have a good one, everybody. I see you on the 21st. OH!